What is going on, everyone? Welcome back to the podcast here through the closet door. Through the closet door. Yeah, boy. We're joined by Rocky. Of course, he's the main lead, although I steal the show. Don't worry about me. You're fantastic. You're a fantastic co-host. We have a new person here. Introduce yourself. Hey, everyone. I'm Grayson Xavier of uh, twitch.tv slash Grayson Xavier. And we're already doing these segments right there. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, but I ha- I have to do really, it. Honestly, I understand. You gotta look, do it. Look, look, give us sustenance. I'm also Twitch streamer out here. Fly <laughs> for you, Keanu. And no, just playing. I'm not. You're I'm good. not about to blow up your ears. I gotta do it mm-hmm. so at least people know who I am and where right. I come from. Yeah. Right. I mean, that's that's true. That's true. Okay. Uh, by the way, we very lovingly call him Gray, so we refer to him as that from this point forward. See, I'm, I'm, I, I don't know. You don't know how flumptious his mind gets, right? My boy Gray here, but like me, I'm just a guy that will randomly speak out about classic anime memes, and this man be like detail to the nitty gritty about which meme <laughs> comes from where. Gray so is very it's studious. Good to have him along. I, I am good to I, have I, him I, along. I am indeed, I, I look things up and. Mm. By sometimes the way. I get, I, I get correct information. Sometimes I don't, but I always. Keep if I get it wrong, I keep looking. Yeah, I had noticed I put in there, um, jingle. I still do not have a jingle for the podcast. I'm so I'm gonna get one from Fiverr later. Oh, uh, so we're gonna talk about some anime previews and themes of interest. So, two episodes ago, I we have... discussed. Hmm? Well, I hate to cut you off, Rocky, but talking about themes. What I really want to see is a theme, something similar to, and, and I, this doesn't actually portray to what's going to happen in the main bulk of this podcast, but viewers beware. It's a doozy this time around. Oh boy. And if I don't steal the show again, I'm going to, oh, I'm going to just, I'm drinking water. Okay. I got this casual glass of water and it's uh, gonna, uh, uh, Yes, you have this casual glass of water. Meanwhile, I am drinking the drink of mad scientists. Mad scientists indeed. So themes. And uh, themes of interest. I only have one. Doesn't necessarily portray with what we've seen thus far in these podcast episodes. But I want to see something on a similar line come back again, like in uh, in Ghost in a Shell, if y'all know that one. Oh, yes. (laughs) (laughs) That's a fun one. I want to see a theme like that brought back again, because Ghost in a Shell, both seasons. And again, this doesn't portray viewers. Just please bear with us. Ghost in a Shell, for what it explained and what it was about, was absolutely, to me, a true cop anime sitcom you can possibly come across. And not necessarily sitcom, no, that's a bad term of words. I'm talking about Criminal Minds was an anime. That's what Ghost in a Shell was. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's, it's true, though. Yeah, I want to see something like Ghost in a Shell brought back because, bro, I've seen all the animated films. I've seen the live action one with Scarlett Johansson. And really? I've seen both. Yes, it was good to me. It was okay. good to I'll, me, bro. I'll back off. I'll back off. It was good to me. I must confess, I own a copy of the Blu-ray in a steelbook case. Of the, brother. of the live my action? Brother. Of the my live brother. action, and I oh. got it for 10 bucks. Again. My brother. My oh. brother from another mother. I'll hold, back. Yeah. I'll hold back my thoughts on this. Okay, y'all. I wanted to get it. At the end of this podcast, hate to cut you off, Grace. At the end of this podcast, we are going to question Rocky Tooth and Nail <laughs> why he doesn't like it. Beware, viewers. <laughs> oh boy. But I still haven't actually watched it yet. I got it because I wanted to get it so I could actually watch it. My experience with Ghost in the Shell actually came from the games. Oh boy. Yeah. I remember those. Yeah. yeah. Those are great. As far as that, Rocky was just starting to say something about the past animes we've seen. And good golly gosh, my brain is a puddle when we think back to the anime we've talked about and seen. These two know better. These two know better. Uh, Honestly, the first one better than the two. The last one, I've got so many thoughts about because ooh. Oh yeah, uh, this episode. But for the first two of the of this podcast episode. Yeah, these awkward, this episode, awkward silence. I was, awkward I'm silence. sorry. I was trying to talk there. These two shows, Tokyo Revengers and Combatants, will be dispatched. Okay, Tokyo Revengers. I'm actually I'm looking forward to talking about because it's one thing I've seen over and over again in different mediums. In different mediums, yes. And with combatants will be dispatched. I gotta say, people, y'all have to be better. Yeah. But yeah. we'll get into that in a minute. Yeah. We're gonna have a quick sponsor segment. 
Again, I'd like to thank Anchor for helping me make this podcast possible. Yeah, we're going to go ahead and let the sponsor take over, and uh, we'll be right back. Okay, and uh, we're back, and we're going to be talking about Tokyo Revengers. Uh, First of two series uh, series starters here. As always, we try to look at the, the first. We don't do continuations. My poor heart. Rocky, I'm never I'm sorry. That's just the thing we've been doing for a long time. I can't change Whoa. that now. One of, one of these days, it's going to end up being that there's nothing but continuations. It's going to be like, by that point, Rock is just going to be, or for that matter, either that or it could be look at stuff from history. Bruh, yes. We'll have to do that at some point. Rock is just not going to be here one day. I'm going to be the lead, and Grace and I is just going to chat talking about casual continuations. Yeah. And then but... Rock is going to hear it and be like, oh my god, why? <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, uh, Tokyo Revengers. All I yeah. want to say for this is, what would you do? I'll let you go first. Let's first discuss the show itself. So, yeah. great. How would you think the main character's situation in that first episode this actually comes into what I was going to say, by the way. Okay, I'm going to let you go ahead then. How far would you go to save a girl you love? Mm, that's... Oh boy. Considering your current status right now, uh, I can he... honestly I can honestly <laughs> understand where this man is coming from. Personally, for me, it's hard because I honestly equally find myself in the same boat as this character. It's like He moves away from a situation that gave him a bad time. And honestly, he just didn't want to deal with it no more. So he decides to get better life for himself, but it's not necessarily working all too well. And then finds out that the the previous love in his life just, you know, poofs one day. You know, poofs oh, gone. Leads to such as the rule of thumb here, a butterfly effect. So in terms of answering your question, hmm, I don't know for me. I can't say, like, if I was in a heavy relationship with someone like that back then, and like, yeah, I'd probably go maybe to some extremes in terms of that aspect. But and given the chance to potentially save that life, yeah, I'd probably try to do that as to the best and honest ability as I have. That's all I got. Because like, this is tough. I can remember high school days back then, bro. And I could tell you personally, like I had crushes. My school was so full of thoughts you could not possibly. <laughs> It was so fucking cool. Oh, boy. Motherfucking thoughts. Like, uh-uh. Oh, God. Oh, boy. I'm sorry, viewers, right there. I immediately, <laughs> I immediately went back to my suburb, Daves. I apologize. You know what's crazy? I say this a lot when I'm actually um, not recording, but I hated my high school self. Oh, boy. It's completely <laughs> different. The people that I knew were great. They were great people. It's just... Uh, I, I wasn't. I know. My, the people I knew in high school were great. I just, I hated <sighs> some of the things that happened to me in high school. I can, I can feel that. Honestly, I could personally say the experiences I had were relatively more fun than bad. I can personally say that because I cannot, right now, cannot think of any opportune time that I had a bad moment in high school. Opportune. I say opportune time because give it a minute, I might remember something, okay? Something's going to come up. Noah's high school career was perfect. Like, I'm pretty sure. I've talked about it multiple times in the podcast. I'm just going to say this. I had, in high school, I had two bitches. Oh, yes. <laughs> of, 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 <laughs> uh, like, two very, uh, of girlfriends. I just, seriously, what did I like in them? Oh, boy. I've Bruh, heard, I've heard that question you. so often by so many people. Let me answer that question with the main thing I've always seen back in my high school days. Oh. There was only one thing on a boy's mind that didn't give a shit about their scholarships. Oh, it would definitely be Lou Lordy Lou. You know where I'm going. Ooh. If the big butts don't show, then the breasts be doing. So I, that's He's all. Like the figure is the one. I'm on that because uh-huh. I know. I know. Okay, I know. Oh. I know out here. It's like I've been to those high schools. It's like I've seen a few of them, and I know mostly know mine. Okay, not necessarily saying that there was any particularly bad girl, but like there were a few in there who just like really didn't give no, no, just they did not give no care. Okay, so I'm telling you, I know, I know, and it's 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 weird. It's uh, it's a lot. I've said before on the podcast that. I tried with um, one of my old, crazy enough, one of my old crushes back in high school. And again, fell flat on my face. 
still enjoyed the confession moment. It was great because I actually felt better. I don't know of a situation. I wouldn't be able to do something like that. I personally don't think I could. Here's the thing, though, to properly answer your question, Grayson, because I, I know we'll be hearing your thoughts here in a second. Properly answer that question, though there may not have been somebody like in that heavy relationship I would have had back then to like personally go through the lengths like the, the main character of this show, which Rocky, what's his name? Oh, boy, it's been so long. Hold up. Grayson. <laughs> Grayson. <laughs> Hold up. It's been a while since I've watched as well, because it's okay. been three weeks. Yeah, so, we, and, we prepped this up okay. a while ago. Hold so, on, it'll come to me. Keep going. Uh, it'll come to us, don't worry. But the main thing is, like, say I was given the opportune time to experience certain circumstances in my high school days to potentially get somebody like that, that I had maybe had once had a crush on heavily and even got to befriend them, but never went past that, you know, particular particular opportunity. And then just to go with our main character goes through at the beginning of the show, then yeah, possibly. It's like not so much as like wanting to make that connection with that person, but just wanting to make sure that, hey, you know, just to see, I, I guess, that smiling face, as it were, every given time. I don't know. Hey, Takamichi Hanagaki, that's his name. Now, what's interesting, this, the, this, the effects that went from, from the first few minutes, we learn of a of a of a gang he was previously part in i'm sure grayson's got some heavier notes but from my standpoint just seeing this show he brings himself basically in like a down like state like he is very disheartened at the fact that his once previous girlfriend was said to have died along with her brother and so he damn near gets run over by a train and just like in a you know life flash before your eyes type moment is instantly taken back by the way so yeah uh, first episode first this is not spoiler you should definitely you should definitely have like watched the show before you came in and listen to us yeah (laughs) what we're mainly talking about is the first episode only anything past that especially for me i do not know i know these two other gurus here I they have. probably binged the, <laughs> binged the series brock told me as far as i need to go was episode three yeah so i've been holding off of watching anything past this until after we've done this <laughs> because oh boy i i enjoyed it so much that i was like where's episode four? Oh boy i did like episode one here's the thing and we're gonna get this to the conclusion of the bit but I did like episode one. We learn back. He literally relives his high school moment. That high school moment of them trying to get into uh, some sort of uh, having, yeah, some sort of gang or having like some sort of territorial rift or whatever. Stuff. The main <laughs> character had like this. He start everything about that day started flooding back into him. Everything about that day started flooding back into him. And the one main thing he found out that he remembered was the terms of his brother. We learned that his brother, like, picks on him a lot, is a bully to him, and, you know, stuff like that. But on that other piece of hand, he was a complete and other just, like, servant. Sham. Sham. He just was a sham. sham. <laughs> All the way he through. was just a sham. Oh, man. Also, let's not forget that when he went back, and he saw his past self, like in the mirror. It's like he realized how lame he was. Oh, yeah. But then you get further, you get further in. He realized how cool his friends were. Yeah. Oh boy. But we're not going to discuss that like right now because, bruh, <laughs> that's like beyond beyond first episode bit. That's more something that he you could already tell he was. Yeah, he was already you thinking as like you could see that- when they were in that burger joint or wherever they were at. Realizes it right then. It's not something that happens in the later episodes. No, he realizes it right then. Yeah, it gets stated, actually said in a later episode, yes. But he's already realizing it. You can see it. Oh, boy. He definitely did like his crew. Regardless of anything else, he liked his crew. He liked the people he was hanging with. And then that that beat-up scene happened. And, bruh, you can really tell. It's like, again, we're literally... He's narrating. The main character is narrating these entire memories we're seeing in the first episode. And the one thing he goes and does... One thing he goes and does. Yeah. It changes anything that night the, from the original moment was he went and saw his girlfriend. Oh, yo, that was a, that was a big one he moment. He went to his girl. He wanted to see 
the person that moment after the fact that at this point now because this is the future him in his past self's body the last that he knew was she had died so when he saw her it was that moment he of, was like, starting to tear uh, yeah. You could you could see the tears, yeah, happy. tears of happiness, and she's trying to figure out what's wrong. Here's the thing, though, he did not remember her entire face until he actually saw. It. Like he remembered oh, yeah, images and pictures of it, and he just knew he knew like he had this girl way back then. And oh, what's the main girl's name? Rocky, look that up. Oh, Hinata Tani Tachibana. I gotta make sure. Yeah, I'm really and, not to, like and not to touch about it. So he goes to her apartment because I think it's like apartment uh, complex yeah. there. And yeah, she's in the apartment. She was with her parents in the apartment. He just casually walks up, and the entire time it's just like he's trying to remember her eyes. He's trying to remember her face, but the only thing he sees is her smile and and her hair. And how else? Like you saw images of her hair, but it like there was the shade on her face and everything. And then we get to see what this girl actually looks like and grayson's right like he shed and i think in that moment even though it was his future self in his past self in that moment of just seeing her it wasn't just the fact it was the relief on you know seeing her alive no but it was like one of those moments where he just wanted to spill his guts to her for yeah. leaving when he did and uh, leaving her behind and everything like that i believe there was a lot more emotional conduct there than just yeah. the happy tears emotional on the fact that she was emotional tears at the fact that she was just alive. To be fair, though, he wasn't thinking fully straight at the time when he decided that. He, all he wanted to do, he wanted to get away from everything. He wanted yeah. to restart his life. Yeah. yeah. Honestly, you can't blame him. You no. can't blame because, like, I've seen it after the shit he was had to go through. Because yeah, you bruh. see clips of it. I wouldn't do that. And you see even more as. It, the series goes on. You see the shit that happened to him. Like, and I can understand. Because let me tell y'all some viewers out there, and I don't know how much Rocky and uh, uh, Grayson can agree with me on this, mm -hmm. but I have seen, I have seen in my high school specifically because in that area, there was a street gang back then. I don't know if they're still prominent now, but there oh, was yeah. a street gang back then. I did not see them, but just the fact that you get to that point where some people are in the same boat that these kids, you know, in the anime. Some people are in the same boat. <laughs> Words, you know, find themselves like our main character, trying to make a name for himself, trying to get in the, you know, this quote-unquote group, mainly because nation, one be known, maybe family is what's driven them because outside things like that just... IRL families don't work, so you want to move on and look for something else. Because that old primal thought, if you go to a wolf pack and the wolf pack ain't strong, the pack will lead the leader type yeah. of thing. Yeah, and on that as well, sometimes people are joining them simply because they want to feel powerful. Oh, yes. Nine times out of ten, yeah. We're not condoning this, first of all. We're just explaining you examples that... That's what yeah, goes on in this. The fact that in my area right now, there have been so much gang violence going on. I'm like thinking to myself, wow, this almost feels like some of the stuff from Tokyo Revengers I'm seeing like in real life. It's crazy. It's crazy to know. But once you got that good, honest person out there, those are the people you want to go for. The good, honest hearts, not someone who's kind of a little out for themselves. I can't help but notice my boy here's little bit emotional again that's nothing to him he actually has a bit of a standing right now that dominates this and that. i can understand that yeah he is i can personally understand that so but that that's just the first half of this i, I just want to add this one little bit and not only that his girl literally oh, sweetest the first thing, thing that she sweetest, sweetest thing. thing the first thing she said literally when she saw him she's literally like Saying, like asking him are you okay because he's beaten up oh, yeah and bruised in that moment you can tell that she's seen him like this a lot yeah the man is bruised head to toe head to toe with bruises and she's sweet as flower this girl in this anime series but this is just the first half of it boys then we have to talk about this too after the snippet with the girl who by the way by the end of this podcast i will say is best girl <laughs> uh, that's it her brother comes in. It's actually, honestly, a very inspiring thought for right here for the brother. Mainly because we see him being picked on. Our boy has already been trounced, has already gone through emotional run back with his girl. And so he sees her brother casually getting picked on. It's like, bruh, you don't step away from him. I'm about to whoop your ass. Yeah. 
And not only that, he at the time didn't even know that that was her. That was him. He didn't know that that was her little brother. I don't think he ever got the note. In that, that moment, moment, all he cared about is he was having a rough day and he wasn't having any of that none shit. None of it. None of it. Oh, yeah, none of it. He grabbed the bottle, smashed it, and he was ready to fucking kill someone. Come at me, boy. Oh, the man's man. was ready. But then, but here's the thing it's three of us, so I can understand this being a little bit longer than some. <laughs> But yeah. here's the thing. I don't think up until that moment he ever knew when he came to find out that that little boy was her brother, everything changed for him in terms of perspective. And then when he, go- oh, when he goes-, goes and tells him literally the future, he's telling a kid future events about what's to happen. And then he strikes a deal. And then that is the cornerstone to the entire anime yeah. right there. Which now, then we discuss the fact that we actually went back in time and forward again. Let's talk about the butterfly effect. Offense in the past can affect future. Yes. We ain't talking like... I've seen different types of time travel here. I've seen it done on the big screen. Thank you, Marvel Avengers. I've seen it done in anime. Thank you, Dragon Ball. The one main thing, and also seeing it also too with Back to the Future. And uh, an anime I want to list, Steins Gate. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, Steins Gate. The enti- literally the entirety of it. <laughs> the entirety. It's all the butterfly effect. Mm, yes. Honestly, have not seen Steins Gate yet. I need to, though. But At some point. Here's the thing. I Either watch the anime, or you can just ask me to stab with you, and I will play the, the actual visual novel. Both are really good ways of experiencing it, because it's one of those animes that... With a really good adaptation of the visual novel. I may or may not think about that. But until then, we need to talk about... So, the way he comes back. He comes back finding himself in this infirmary. And you then our boy I mean, the man got trucked. <laughs> not truck, about, he got trained. He got trained. <laughs> he was about to get isekai'd. Like, literally, in the worst way. There's getting hit by a truck. But now we're adding trains into the mix. And I'm just like, bruh. So, I mean, there have been some ridiculous <laughs> oh, ways to be Isekai. Oh, yeah. Remember that. Oh, yeah. oh, yeah. There's the one in Konosuba. There's the oh, one God. in, oh, freaking hell, Rocky, you and I just saw it about how a hopeless uh, reincarnation person, whatever, he uh-huh. reincarnates a young boy and whatever the fuck. Um, truck. Uh, and yeah, I got hit by a truck. In Konosuba, we can't forget that Konosuba. <laughs> He just passes out. Just passed, he just passed out because he thought he was going to get run over by a tractor. A tractor. He doesn't even get run over by a tractor. He's in shock. He just died from shock. <laughs> <laughs> uh, anywho, again, watch Kondosuba if you hadn't followers. But here's the thing. Our second lead boy with dominance and power comes in and talks to our main boy. It's like, I am the brother of your former girlfriend. Yo, what? And he's just like, what the fuck? Uh, wait, what? <laughs> You're supposed to be dead. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, no, no. And thus, and thus, because of him, uh, because of the fact that he went in the moment before he was being hit by the train, ended up back in his younger body, told her brother events have changed. Oh, yeah, events changed to the hardest core. I'm talking about this younger brother who we saw as like he was very shocked, mind you, when he sat on them, sat on them swings and listened to all this. He was shocked to all hell, but he so did shake believe. the man's hand. And with Bauer, he just comes in like I am the main lead detective. I'm just sitting Bruh. there like, bro, you intimidating as fuck I right now. It. It's like, what the hell? He literally, after hearing what he was told, he literally decided, okay, in order to prevent this from happening, I need to become a cop. I quite literally. But here's the thing, though. Even though he changed the life of her brother, regardless of everything the brother did, he still was unable to save yeah. the sister. And that only points to something else that had probably had happened. In my mind, this is what I'm thinking. He went back, and yes, he changed up time, as it were. The butterfly effects led to the fact that the brother was become the main lead detector. But secondly, on the point of the sister... Right. We don't know fully what happens to her effectively. We just still know that she dies. So in my mind, here at on the day, this could have either been possibly changed how she died 
but I don't necessarily think so. It just changed the fact of how she probably got caught up in something that her brother was trying to. A again, it my brain is constantly thinking theories right now, and I would not know more until I see some more episodes. But the main thing I want to say is something else had to have happened along that day before she died because the brother has survived. Right. He's a cop now. But the sister still ended up Something probably in that same. With her. The sister probably had yeah. still ended up in that same scenario in that same place at that same time. Still, in my thinking, we don't necessarily know because all we know is that the life was changed for the brother. Right. Uh, yeah. You, you know what's funny, Sly? Uh, you literally learn the reason why in episode two. Oh! <laughs> literally. In episode two, you learn why and what he has to change. Oh, mm. boy. Mm. All right. I bet, uh, just to end it here, I bet a sneak peek of that episode, for those that are curious enough wanting to see from all we've talked about, that it has to deal with one of his friends in his group. Well, we're not going to confirm or deny those words. We're, we're not going to confirm or deny. Either way, that's all, my all thoughts. You know. That's my thoughts. All that's you my know. thoughts, my thinking. It's understandable. So Tokyo Revengers, Gray, you probably, you and I are the only ones that can really answer this question. Yeah. You say, yeah, watch dark. it. You recommend? Yes, I definitely recommend. I can agree with Gray. I recommend it too. Honestly, Just based like on I one said, episode. Based on one episode. Based on one episode and it, the fact that it hooked me so hard yes. that I wanted to continue watching. Bro, it hooked me when he talked to the brother. <laughs> His brother comes in later with Bauer. He just walks in, suit and ties, like, let me talk to this man real quick. And everybody's like, okay, yeah, 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 yeah. go talk to him. Bro. It was like, bro, he just sat there. He's like, I'm the main lead detective. He said it so smooth and with authority. I'm like, okay, yes. yeah, I need to see the rest of this. So, Jason oh, recommends it. I recommend it. And I'm sure Rocky does as well. Oh, most definitely. Ant was on point with this one. Oh, boy. Ant really was on point with this one. Oh. I'm personally going, because it's on Crunchyroll. For those who have Crunchyroll or have gotten Crunchyroll over the point of these uh, podcast episodes to check it out. Check out any various animes that we have been talking about. It's on Crunchyroll now. It, it's on Crunchyroll. And uh, if you could suffer, that's my dog upstairs. Don't mind that, viewers. Um, she's barking very fiercely. Oh, goodness. The landlady's kids are probably here. Anyway, it's on Crunchyroll. If you want to suffer through ads, it's a good watch. But if y'all's lucky out there to get the premium, by all means, you can oh, boy. stamp this as Slifer approved. There we go. All of these are approved, but. <laughs> That's the whole say yes. <laughs> oh boy. It's a slifer approved. The slifer seal of approval. Bah! Slifer seal of approval. Oh boy. Okay, so the next bit we're gonna be doing. I, I was I was just about to say, now watch. Rocky's just gonna be like, bruh, I'm gonna take back your approval. No, no, no. I'll <laughs> slap it on there for you. <laughs> <laughs> alright, uh, alright. Now time for that sponsor segment. Next up we'll be talking about Combats will be dispatched. We'll see y'all in a bit. Once again, have a, a good starting bit for this. All right. Please be through the closet door. We'll see y'all in a bit. Craig, we appreciate you. You can go for a minute. And we're back. So we're back doing uh, combats will be dispatched. And the only thing I want to say, because I did this with Tokyo Revengers, is in a similar vein, but different. What would you do to get with a girl? Hmm. Oh boy, this is a very interesting one. Can I start with uh, my one? Very interesting. What would I do? Let me what start this one off slide. After all, I, this actually is kind of personal. <laughs> I mostly was myself. That's what I did. I was mostly myself. Yeah, I gotta give a hand to my boy Rocket. Me, what would I do to give with the girl? Honestly, I know I've fumbled my words a lot. I know I would probably think too hard on the fact that trying to be myself and that would lead to fumbling my words to the end of it where I just like, you know what? Let's start things slow, you know? Because like, honestly, you rush into relationships like that, getting with any type of girl, it's going to be, oh boy. There's a reason why we don't rush, kids. There's a reason why we don't rush. But like to get with a girl, look, Issei from High School DxD knows... What it's like to get with a girl, lose a girl, and get back with a girl, okay? So, you want to look at the granddaddy of harems. You just go to Issei. But, uh... You know what's funny? That's basically how it was for me. Before I was with Yuri and after. I'm the only weirdo. <laughs> <laughs> Amazing. 
No, no, I agree with you, Rocky, to be yourself. I agree with anyone trying just wanting to and you know the funny thing the let the funny- girl know that you're yourself. And you know what was the funniest thing about that? What? I wasn't even intending at the time. Oh boy. It kind of ended up being that both of us were in, I was being myself, she was being herself, and we just kind of ended up oh, in chemistry. Interesting. It's how it works, my guys. It's how it works. And to top it off, at the end of that day, we were both fucking horny. <laughs> oh! <laughs> that you makes know? sense. Oh, By the way, if you're under the age of if you're under the age of eighteen, you should not be like speaking this bit. <laughs> oh God! Under the age of eighteen is one thing, but anyone comes to you about that whole age of consent bullshit, bruh, wait till you're eighteen, okay? Oh boy, it's, it's much easier. It's so much easier. It's so much easier. If you're in high school and you get together with a high school sweetheart, right? Or this works for girls too. You get to someone who is like handsome enough to be you know, through the years of high school going into college like that, bro. Just wait till like you 18 on that senior prom night, okay? I tell you what, it'd be more magical waiting on the senior prom night than doing it on homecoming. I'm just saying, I'm just saying, it okay. is golden thing. <laughs> Which reminds me, we also have to, that actually brings it into the, um, the topic we were going to discuss about this, but let's first discuss this show. Combatants will be dispatched. Oh my gosh. You, Grayson, you start, like I said, I had limited words, but you better yeah. start fast before my mouth I started goes. with such a good statement, because that's basically <laughs> how the start of the anime is. It's what the... Because he was trying to get with one of the... The leaders? <laughs> if it was me, I would not be... Like... I would tease and probably flirt a little, but I would not instantly want to just try and grope a girl. Okay, it's like <laughs> this guy there? in this anime. Oh boy, this guy. Yeah. yeah, go keep going. No, I was just about to say this guy comes out the cut. They, these two girls who oh, I gotta love anime for the way girls are drawn. Um, oh, very well endowed. I am sorry for the honesty, my brothers out there watching. Please do not bring the pitchforks at me. I'm just saying, anime. No, I sometimes know how people be thinking. There's one person out there be like, you better correct your voices, Sly. Oh, dear. The the main thing I want to address is like, this man comes out the cut. These two females at the beginning of the show, I forget their names. Please, somebody look that up now. These two girls. I don't think they say their names. I think they did. They do. They both have names. I know they both have names. I only remember the red-haired one, like, off the top of my head. I remember the black-haired ones, because I actually kn- uh, her name's Azeroth. Okay. Azeroth. Okay, so Azeroth is the raven-haired one, and the red-haired one is... Yuka- uh, wasn't it Yukari? Yukari? Yes, and then the scientist girl, her name's Lilith. Lilith, of course. It had to be a Lilith. Always a Lilith. Here's the thing. I know my boy Grayson got some notes, but I just need to make this point across first and foremost. We got a pair of two dumb motherfuckers in this entire anime. I wasn't about the whole bag. But here's the thing. There are two dumb motherfuckers in this anime. We got the main boy who casually be groping, a.k.a. Agent 6. They couldn't even give my man a name. They couldn't give him a name (laughs) like Charles. They couldn't give him a name like Xavier. He apparently has a name, but since becoming an agent... He's always been. He's just Agent Six. It's just Agent Six. He no longer has a name. It's he so used bad. to have a name before becoming an agent, but now he doesn't. I'm so mad my mans don't have a name. But my mans in this anime is, oh my goodness, like, is he the adult version of Issei? Is he Issei, like, later on after leaving Rius at some point? Because, like, he just casually... <laughs> Oh, uh, just casually uh, but to be fair the uh, the reason why it was directed at her and not any of the others is you can see it the two of them had previous chemistry yeah bro technically yeah first episode what i'm thinking with my own theory with this is that the reason he became an agent in the first place was to get with her yeah. I can agree with that. Yeah. And they had chemistry before he became an agent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I could, I could, I could agree and with that. That's where my beginning came from. Was that? <laughs> 
it, it totally makes oh. sense too when one thinks about it but then let's proceed how the beginning <laughs> after the fact that not only he tried to like stand and pose for them but tried to grope them as well is the fact oh. that they lead to a teleporter room by the way she froze this man's arms real quick like she just <laughs> casually was like uh-uh no your arms getting frozen my guy and then leads into a tell yeah totally his fault mind you leads to a teleporter and then we get this android fucking alice right now mind you ladies and gentlemen people there viewers of this podcast if you're not recognizing the type of anime style compared to other animes we've talked about, that is because this particular anime style, and I have to mention this because either not now would be mentioned later. It's the same animation style and person from who did or was part Konosuba. of doing Konosuba. It's the writer who did Konosuba. Yep. Writer who did Konosuba and same animation, I believe, that did Konosuba as well. Yeah. Now, the thing is with this one, though, I technically did like the not necessarily liking the main character first and foremost i usually tend to like main characters to a degree but this guy i can't could instantly bring up the fact he reminds me from a particular anime that actually goes into areas that we do not want to discuss on podcast because we ain't that type of podcast but oh god but the main thing here is like he constantly tries to flirt, get with these girls, and they toss his ass into a teleporter. They just automatically toss him into a teleporter. And like, yeah, no, we're counting on you, Agent 6. And then immediately he gets TP'd to another world. That's apparently the technology in the beginning of the series. <laughs> yeah, let's add to that. The teleporter, the tests for it were only in the single digits. <laughs> I didn't say it immediately, but that's... <laughs> 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 so it's like, okay, we're going to teleport you, and we don't know if this is going to be successful or not. Good luck! Oh, boy. <laughs> Basically, you're teleporting me to Atoms. I could possibly be Atoms or something else I could that die. I could die, and you're just telling me <laughs> this now. I want to sign in my resignation... <laughs> oh man but he still this... gets tp to another world and oh my god the android girl the android yes, girl she's an android you actually see her Alice, insides right? is she an android is she okay, okay. you literally saw you got, okay you yeah, see oh, it in the good. first well all right five minutes, um, you can see the fucking bomb that's in her it's a nuke not a bomb at this point yeah she's <laughs> well, damn damn a nuke is a type of bomb that's very very specific but you're not wrong either so basically what you're saying is she was 16, but with the bomb. That's all I'm saying. We got to be careful with our wording a little bit. <laughs> we <just, laughs> got to be really careful with our wording. <laughs> oh. Okay. Uh, anyone who don't get that reference, I know these two guys do, but sorry for my choice of words here. I'm just, as you know, I am very high strung and loud in these podcasts. Nothing bad for that, but. What I'm basically meant by the 16 is that there's another anime with androids in it. One of them happens to be known as 16. I can go into details, but honestly, I don't got the brain cells right now to do so. But basically, that particular character in that anime had a similar setup. He was an android. He had a bomb in words. him. Yeah, words. And his main objective was to go up for the main character and kill the main character in that anime. And um, that didn't happen. Bomb got taken out of him. And yeah, all leads down to story that is kind of insane when you think about it. But back to this anime, though. Oh, boy. She has a nuke in her chest. It's a literal nuke bomb, Rocky. And you talking about she your favorite. But bruh, she sus. <laughs> she completes sus. Okay. Oh, you ain't seen That's sus yet. Thing. You ain't seen sus yet. To be fair, some of the moments with her got me to chuckle <laughs> i mean it was episode four. Oh boy <laughs> that scene with her and six that oh, made me man. chuckle the Damn. fact that oh. it was so forced from her oh yeah. god it was great she literally cons him out of some points apparently he had saved up now they all talk about this point system evil points or whatever and the main more evil things they do, the more points they gain. They then use to get items and stuff to make them stronger. It's basically an RPG element. Every anime now has like an <laughs> RPG element. They're trying to put it more and more into the fantasy aspect 
into realms that no one can touch because we all know the pitchforks and fire torches talk from you know sly real quick can we just talk about the stuff he originally spends it on yeah yeah <laughs> like you, you can't act like you don't know what he spends his points on <laughs> i mean it's bro, so bad it's mainly because i i could probably understand maybe grace i can understand too is the fact that you know Grayson said at the beginning of this segment, he there was chemistry between the raven hair girl, which her name is Asheroth. Asheroth. And so Agent Six here just wanted to, he wanted to be an agent to get with her. And you can understand is like that, those necessary things did not necessarily happen. So what does a man at that point does, you know, because it just like kind of like lost your, you lost your momentum and now you're just kind of, you know, you're spending on things kind of to just to make the jollies roll. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, it, it but then she, logic. this android girl calls him out of points to get a shotgun. To get a shotgun. And this guy, Beautiful. there's these like, I don't know what these dogs were, but they're, they're not technically robots, I don't think. Because they, yo, did. They're organic. They're organic. I think they're demons. They're demons. Demons. Okay, so basically this guy shoots down several demons. One tries to eat him, and she basically cons him out of point to get a freaking shotgun, a 12-gauge, right to the mouth. To be fair, though... Our main boy, Agent 6. Yeah, to and... be fair, though, with the shotgun, it ends up being something you see a lot. Mm, I can understand. There are moments with the shotgun, even when there's not action... Because you even see her her even in episode one, when there's no action, she's still carrying the shotgun. She loves that shotgun, bro. She loves that shotgun. (laughs) Yo, yo. Doesn't that remind you of another anime in particular? I forget its name, and it's very hard to describe. It'll come up in a minute. But there was a girl in it. She seemed very cold and very, like, non-emotional. But, like, she wields this, like, BB gun. It's this, like, long, white pistol-like thing. And the main character of that anime is a boy who just casually looks at her. is like, I'm not doing anything to you! And she just casually points the gun at him. Is like, yes, you are. Now go and do something for me. I, I forget. I-, I think Rocky knows what I'm talking about. Because there was a moment in that anime where there- there's these couple of creatures talking about her, like, stuff. behind her back. And oh, she just boy. comes in and decimates them all in that room. With Alice and the shotgun is Mega Man and her staff. Yeah, very much so. Which, again, still is kind of super related. Now, we come across a knight who honestly reminds me and is probably more greedy than Aqua. Oh, bruh. Outright just say it. She is the Aqua of yeah. this series. Yeah, yeah you, I get that really feeling, is. too. I no, bro. I peeked at the moment she grinned when she was about to take uh, both Agent Six and Alice to the uh, to the castle, right, to see the princess and all. She grinned right there. I think it's one of the things where she's like obsessed with oh, making no, no, a not, profit not a at profit. any she given turn, right? She wants the glory. She wants. Yeah, she the wants glory. the prestige. Prestige and glory. Okay. Well, I mean, still same thing. Still same. Thing. Yeah. But they go to the castle. Tell me why them knights don't look old as all hell. Oh boy, that gets addressed later. Yeah, it gets addressed in episode two. Again, things just get addressed. Second and second episode. I drop. will say, uh, I will say, a lot happened in episode one, and then yeah. a lot didn't happen in episode one. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Now we move along. Uh, Grayson, you want to finish up how the end of this episode goes? Because I, I talked to a point up to the castle. Now beyond that castle, what do you got? Before they get to the castle, they're walking up, and uh, Agent Six notices on this pedestal there's this rusting tank. Yeah, the rusting tank. Yeah. yeah, for those two, and and we have no idea how something like this ended up in the on this world because it kind of reminds me of a uh, failure, summon familiar, whatever. You remember that one? A familiar of zero. How like things from? Oh yes. From the guy's world ended up yeah. in that world. It's like it's like it's plane. that kind of feeling. Yeah. Yes, yeah, it's like that. But I almost forgot about that. So, yeah, uh, but they continue on to the castle, and they have this cube. A cube! Basically. That brings rain, uh, and it's broken. It, and this proclaimed broken. Snow goes, runs off, telling everyone that it can be fixed, and Alice fixes it. And what does Agent 6 do for this? He gives it a password. He gives it a password. This brings us into the, before you actually say the password, this brings us into the discussion of um, socially acceptable actions. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. There's something. Perfect segue Oh my gosh. A whole episode. We could talk about the, the socially acceptable actions. This in particular. Yeah, socially acceptable just, actions. 
uh, the elephant in the room, this entire guy doing things that are not socially able. Yeah. That's that's the whole gimmick of <laughs> like, his organization. It, it's like, yeah, I've been hinting at it at the beginning of the segment, whereas like he tries to grope and flirt and does all these crazy immense things because he just has that look on his face every given time. And he's just so excited. It's like, yeah, it's so silly. Honestly, it's things that you know, when you think about it, are just not socially acceptable. It cannot be. But I think mainly due to the world and the universe around him that they just expect that to be a thing from him. Because we learn from the... Yeah, they tolerate it. Yeah, that's all it is. But that's also... He gets rewarded for those actions. Yeah. Because those evil points. It's freaking crazy. It is crazy. Remo. Okay, password. (laughs) Damn it. Why did it have to be Dick Festival. That's basic. This is not censors, by, by the way. That's actually what he chose as the password. Yeah. <laughs> See, ladies and gentlemen, viewers of all ages, hopefully not younger than 18, Um, when we literally say Dick Festival, half literally. your minds are probably thinking, is like, wait a minute, is this going to turn into a Triple H anime? Uh, no, no, it's not. No. But it has that looking and inkling of, okay? To be fair, to be fair, from the screenshots people have posted on one of my servers, it almost looks like it's getting close to that. It got close, yeah. much like a oh, uh, redo healer, much like yeah. redo oh, healer went even further. Yeah, oh, it, yeah. Really it was basically, it was basically, it's like borderline. And it's like pushing into the borderline just to see how far it can go before it breaks through. Here's the thing. What other anime do we know that pushed the border and Funimation was like, nah, fam, we ain't finna have that. Oh, boy. Uh, yes. Rest in peace. We all know. Rest in peace. This is the type of stuff that we just see, man. It's crazy. It's crazy. It's like, not to cut Grace off, but this quick segment I need to make, viewers, is the fact that being anime sleuths, as we are, okay, one of them being a dumb asshole because I technically is a sucker for big anime titties. The main thing we want to discuss here is that we're all, when we see something, we instantly know or imagine in our minds, like that is not, that's not how you do it, you know? We can tell that from anime. It's what I call sensing cringe, okay? Or sensing something you don't want there. And so this anime particular is like, we do not, all three of us can agree. The main character, Agent Six, is like, he's there to be an asshole and you know, but like he's still a main centerpiece to the show. So it's like, as the characters have come to tolerate them or or tolerate him, we have to come to like tolerate him in a sense. That doesn't necessarily mean we like the character, but we have to tolerate for at least what the later episodes will bring. And, uh... Yeah. <laughs> this, like I said, a lot happened in the first episode, and not enough happened in the first episode. Uh, princess, though, Grayson, we all. I'll say this: I like her a bit more than another blonde-haired princess from another anime who is cruel. Mm. Ooh, mm. ooh. And I think you know who I'm talking about, Rock. If Rocky knows, I'm a little widescreen. Well, say the name, I might know. I don't know. The, I can't say the name of the character, but I can say the name of the anime. And that is? Overlord. Oh, yeah, 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 uh-huh. yeah. I, I have, I have seen, I have seen, I have seen, I have seen, I have seen Overlord. I've seen Overlord. Okay, yes. Say! <laughs> I can't do this today. Oh, boy. It's going to be my thing. Oh, boy. Ah, uh, good golly gosh. Okay, yeah. so going on, this princess, though. Now, can we just understand the fact? And I, uh, Grace, I'm sorry if I stole the spotlight from you. I just have a tendency to be loud and... That's fine. I honestly take the spotlight. I'm fine with giving it up for now because I can wait to say. Okay, cool. Um, Can we just accept the fact that, you know, nearing the end of round what with dealing with the cube and all, this man, Agent 6... As obnoxious as he is with the girls, he is cunning. He's got that wit about him. Didn't y'all peep that? Yep. You can definitely see it even in like the later episodes. You can see it. He's got that cunning about it. Because when Snow went off, the night Snow, she went off to tell everyone, Princess and King and all that, about how they're, you know, Alice, the girl that's with Agent 6, is able to fix this cube. He... 
catches on and he tells her that, you know, because uh, Snow is like telling him that she's the most loyal to the princess. How can she not defy the princess? And Agent Six is like, oh, you want to be like that? huh? Weren't you the one that was talking about you take full responsibility if anything we did to it was to happen? And then immediately the princess behind her just went yonder. Mm-hmm. She went totally mm-hmm. death mode. Is and so? Snow. <laughs> she uh-huh. was like, is he right though? Snow, what you be doing? And immediately Snow that just angry smile. That, that, that angry, angry smile. smile. That subtle, subtle, angry smile we see out of anime females. And Snow just immediately went aqua face. And it's just like, yeah, we all knew what happened after that. <laughs> oh, just, knew what happened Snow, after that. Snow goes aqua face a lot. You will see a lot of aqua faces. Oh, Here's yeah. the thing. We say aqua face, but if anyone's out there paying attention to anime memes, which I I say that in the wrong terms, but I I can cl- pick. Oh, I'll wait till Sly returns. Oh, yeah. I guarantee a lot of you are. Aqua is the most, one of the most memed characters of Sly, all in anime, mainly because Aqua. There. Just to let you what, know. Yeah. What, what, uh, was I too uh, loud? No, no, no. You, no, it, it cut, you out. cut out. Uh, well, it, it done that for you as well. I just didn't want to mention it. Okay. Uh, yes, yes. I'm sure that'll get cut out. But what I was basically starting to say, that's probably a segue into saying lower your voice. Uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> I thought it is, but I'm actually a failure. Um, I'm sorry, guys. I get very high strung about this and my words. My it's words exciting. are loud. I, it's exciting. It is. You it's get very excited exciting. and loud about things you, you like and enjoy. Um, oh, boy. For future uh, moments, I'm, I'll try not to be too loud, viewers. I don't really want to bleed your ears too much. But mainly, Aqua is one of the most memed anime characters for a few reasons. One, she's useless. Two, she's always greedy about money. And three, anything she does, she just immediately cries about. So the way Snow is similar to that, the Night Snow in this anime, who is female, by the way, the majority of the people that Agent 6 deals with are female. There's like two males. Grayson mentions he didn't like the one bald-headed one dressed in a green cloak. Honestly, can agree. And then there's the king, Dude, of course. Yeah. No, we've already... Yeah, the king, who literally... He started out, and then he turns to his daughter, and he literally melts. He has daddy... Yes. He has... Uh, not daddy issues. His daughter issues. That's the word. Daughter issues. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Oh, man. Honestly, though, because of the fact Agent Six didn't really get, you know, killed on the spot and the princess dedicated that, okay, let me hire this man to, you know, just protect him, as it were, uh, or keep under my supervision, you know, because we have to think hierarchy. We have to think magistry here. If the princess of the king is like saying, okay, I'm going to keep these. I will be willing to keep these people in line. Let me take them on. And, you know, that actually, you know, goes into the part next to where. Snow ends up Agent Six subordinate just because the fact you got the subtle evil smile. Snow, because she took responsibility, she ends up their subordinate, and not only their subordinate, but their leading guard as they go and take care of things for the princess. And don't worry, mind you, this is from some cunning that Agent Six point out to Snow. Snow probably thought that Agent Six wasn't going to be the type to remember things, right? But through his cunning, he is. That's what type of anime characters like uh, like Agent Six are. They may be over obnoxious with the way they treat the females, but they are cunning. So when you have a character like Agent Six pointing out some of the issues with Snow, it tends to not go right for Snow in the end. And then Alice yeah. comes in and you talks down to Snow. Do y'all you remember miser, what she said girl. to Snow? Get on our level. <laughs> like Agent Agent Six is your superior, and you are talking against him. It's like stand down, as it were. It's like, oh my goodness. I anyway. was like, yes, yes, good job, Alice. Good job. Now, as far as willing to watch this anime, does I say it's good? I say it's good if you get the slightest uh, stamp of approval yeah. for yeah. comedy aspect. Yes. I will say this right now, because I have watched up to episode four, like I've said, if Agent Six, if he sort of is irking you off and you don't want to continue watching because of him, he has moments where he redeems himself. There are moments. Episode two has one of those moments, and it's with one of my favorite female characters. 
in this anime. Uh, well, so, then, yeah. I mean, it, it's to everyone's discretion. Personally, I would like to see episode two and onward, mainly because, like, again, it's comedy. It's it's part of the same guy that did, you know, Konosuba, which I understand he was trying zero. to take. He was trying to take a different take with this one, which is fine. But I think just like any type of anime creator out there, it's like it's just one of those times. No, it's one of those times he just casually is like he's drumming his fingers on his books, right? And he's like, how can I push it? And by that term of phrase, he's talking about or I'm thinking about how could you push something so far that, you know, you don't technically go over that boundary. You know, how far can you step before you step over that boundary? And I believe it's like any any given story is like that when you think about it, uh, mainly because you have to literally come to thinking outside the box from a, how from the point you of view of a, of a writer. Yeah, yeah, the point of view of a writer. You have to like put yourselves in their shoes. I can literally understand it because I am somewhat of a novice writer to a sense. I want to be a novelist or, you know, be someone who writes. I understand too storybooks and i can it's one of those things is like what can i be different with the next story that i wasn't different with yeah, the previous yeah, one yeah i want to say something so that's how that's how it mainly goes I, so continuing this yes i i think i will say um, now i understand as well i too am i have a writing i also have a writing background my dad did a whole bunch of web novels throughout the years, so it was D&D campaigns, and I ended up apparently inheriting his writing skills. Holy <laughs> crap. <laughs> so, we definitely need to get together, Grayson. Yeah. Yes. Oh, yeah. boy. But, yeah, I... Yeah, I doing uh, solo stories is hard, but when you got a group yeah, when, of people... When you've got someone to ba- bounce ideas off of, it is so much easier. That's why D&D campaigns have always been yes. such great things to get stories off of because you're bouncing ideas off of people you're literally you're trying you're working your character around someone doing their own character around the dm doing all these other characters oh boy there's a lot of fun things that's going to go on with this one but with as for the show we were just talking about combatants will be dispatched i personally don't like its feel it's a fine show i do think people should be actually try and check it out but for me after three episodes i actually like had to step back and just like focus on the other shows yeah it's fun. It's it's one of those. Honestly, that's what anime is to me, is just looking at something that's fun and you have to approach it like that. But I can, I, like can totally, I can totally understand Rock's point of view. There's a few things I want to say in the conclusion. So everyone here, shall we all move on? Okay. Yeah. Uh, I've, got nothing, I've got nothing else to say. So yeah. I'm going sh- to shut the uh, bot off here. I'd like to thank Craig for actually being able to help us out with this recording. This is the second time we've used Craig. So we're going to keep trying to see how he goes. Craig, we appreciate you for joining us, and uh, we will see y'all in just a moment. All right, so countdown for a conclusion. Today has been a very interesting day. So the whole thing with this episode was basically the dichotomy between two very different types of shows, whereas there is a lighthearted comedy and a suspenseful thriller, sort of crime. Yeah. I think it's a different term than thriller. It's been a good minute since I've actually looked at the appropriate term for these things. But with the lighthearted comedy, it was the combatants will be dispatched because, boy. Yeah. The whole thing with that show was the whole socially acceptable actions. Yeah. I still can't believe that without seeing both of them, just by reading the titles and looking at that bottom part there and seeing the butterfly effect and the socially accessible actions, it's just like, I figured it out. Like that, which was which. It's very interesting to comments. How would you take these two shows in this context? You good, Sly? Oh, no. Sly! Sly! It looks like he's been dropped. Sly! <laughs> <laughs> oh, gosh, he's been dropped. I'm going to have him come back in a minute. For the most part, this show has been a very fun idea. I think because I'm actually deciding the next two shows legit right now. Yeah. So... Oh, there he goes. He should and be back he's in. Back. You good? Oh. Sly? Sly? Hello. Oh, there oh, we go. There he is. The, I'm back. I've returned. <laughs> <laughs> Viewers, oh. I'm sorry for my disappearance. I'm the only one keeping this afloat. No, I'm just playing. Um, oh, wow. I'm sad. <laughs> I'm really sad now. Uh, no, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry to both of you. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. To uh, be fair, we're all, we're all bouncing things off of each other. We technically are. Hold on. Let me bring out that uh, script again. Because Tokyo, um, Rock, repeat your question to me right quick. Okay. What are you exactly? 
you looked at my script and you thought I was originally referring to next week's episodes, but I was actually only referring to the review of these two shows. Yeah, no, I was completely aware of that the entire time. I was just messing with you majority okay. of that. First time you saw the script, you thought it was the other way around for them, where Tokyo Rever- Revengers was the comedy and Combatants was the thriller. Oh, boy. Um, <laughs> it's okay, Sly. I, I would have done that, too. What do you mean? What do you mean? You coming and attacking me like that? Ah, what do you mean? <laughs> but no, um... All right, so let me personally give some thoughts here at the conclusion. For the lighthearted comedy and suspenseful thriller, honestly, suspenseful thriller is exactly what Tokyo Revengers is uh, to a certain degree. When you think about it, the thrilling part of that is the aspects of the butterfly effect. That is the thrilling part because at the beginning of that show, you learned how when it starts becoming a thriller part is like after that train comes in and our guy has that out of body experience right into going back in his, you know, past self type scenario. And then from there, you just learn everything about that man's life when he was a teen. It's that whole thing of in like the moments where you were, were dying, you're seeing your light flash through your eyes. Yeah. Yeah, a lot of given scenarios with surgeries and whatever have you has that type of scenario. You ever speak to somebody who's went through a surgery, they can tell you there's been moments like you have. There are moments. There are. I've had surgery done. I can tell you it has. Given the fact that Tokyo Revengers as good as is as it is as a thriller and my mom is just calling Uh, viewers. Give me a quick second. This next episode. Oh, boy. I have been thinking about it for a good minute. I feel like he actually should watch this now. If he hasn't watched it by, at this point, it's finally about time he actually did. So, we're going to talk about Osamake. That's going to be the first show. The rom-com where the childhood friend won't lose. Ah, yes. And the next one is going to be Don't Toy With Me, Miss Nagatoro. It's oh. finally time. It's finally time. Oh. <laughs> it's finally time. Oh boy, this is looking very, very interesting. So we're gonna have we're gonna have fun with this. Sly, did you hear what I said? I'm sorry about that. Yes, I did. If you're referring <laughs> Nagatori, <laughs> Nagatoro, bruh, time has come. Yeah, time has come for Nagatoro. Also, the other one that Rock listed, we've already watched the first episode. I only watched the first episode, but I'm damn well certain it's one of the recommendations I made. Yeah, it is. It is. It, it literally, <laughs> we watched that first episode. So again, when you're also watching the stuff for episode four. Yeah. So again, Which, mind you, so viewers, again. I was originally supposed to join on episode four, oh. but it's technical fine. difficulties it- happened. It's yeah. it's fine, don't worry. But uh, there's a lot to say in the next coming episode, uh, ladies and gentlemen out there. But um, I'm sensing a trend, Rocky. I'm sensing a trend. Tokyo Revengers was by your guy. Uh, who was it? Um, 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 yeah. yeah. And the rest of them, I'm not taking actually any credit for this because mainly all this has been is suggestions from an anime list we look up before the season starts. And yep. we just mainly make, you know, our recommendations then. And though I am sensing a trend that the majority of the recommendations have been from me, I am not taking any credit for that because quite honestly, that for any type of person who would want to take credit in that type of, uh, that type of sense is a little bit selfish, not going to lie, in my opinion. Yours was just easier to me. Uh, <laughs> I love that. It's not, the, it's, it's not that I don't like um, answer suggestions. They were, they were good. They were good choices. Yeah, very good. Very good. Oh choices. gosh, it's yes. gonna get loud again. But I'm gonna have to, we're gonna have to make sure that we talk about that a little bit more at a later time. All right, but that's that's what we're looking at, guys. Looking at for next episode. However, I don't know if it was completely mentioned. I had to step away because my phone had finally went off. I told you. I told you it'd go off at some point. For the combat, for the comic, uh, comical relief that is combatants will be dispatched. I would say it's more comedic from the females than it is from the main character. 
main character oh, at this point is oh, like you can't you have not even watched more you haven't even watched the rest of it you know the, you... the female characters are the make the entire comedy of it and how they react i i don't know if it's been a trend lately with some anime out there but anytime you get an anime with waifus in it they usually steal the show nowadays it's not so much the main character like back in the day, you had Issei and Sink was one from Dog Days. I do remember that he stole the show. And there's a few others out there. But main thing here is this this guy is just like, would more or less say he's just there. He probably has a redeeming factor to him in the, in the coming episodes. But the majority of the comical oh, relief is going to be from females. Obviously from Snow. Snow, anything Snow gets involved with, it's just going to be comedic. And oh, Alice, there's and Alice coming in, putting so her down. So many female characters in it. Oh my god. So, don't get used to Snow. <laughs> yeah. I assume now. that Snow is best girl for you, huh, Sly? Mm, no. Best girl for me in uh, Combatants will be Dispatch. We we normally... It was the redhead. The redhead at the beginning. It's, it's actually two. It's actually two. It's the oh. redhead and the raven-haired girl. Okay. He likes, he likes the starters. Yeah, see. Fire and Frost. That's my okay. game tonight, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah. Meanwhile, me. I have a... Diff- uh, I have a uh, my best is a different redhead that appears in episode mm-hmm. two mm-hmm. which by the way I, when, when we're done rock i've got i've got something i want to say about her oh yeah <laughs> okay uh, we're done. Pl- plenty to say plenty to say but um yeah Ooh, no boy. and for tokyo revengers honestly it is the main main boy's girlfriend uh really there's no other girl that we could see in the first episode there's really not because it's all centered it's centered around her and his actions on how he can change for her to live you know, or to change certain actions for her to live her life. Because yeah. I'm honestly, with Tokyo Revengers, I'm seeing a thing to where it's like, it may come down to a point where they finally get back together by the end of it. I mean, you guys seen it further than I have, so don't don't you yeah. dare spoil anything for me. I will. No, definitely. I'm I will not going to spoil anything. I'm not going to spoil anything major. I will go, go talk about little, like, small things that you can also notice in previous things that you've probably already seen. You, you could see it there. I won't spoil anything major. With that said, though, it is time to bring this uh, final final closing. Oh, boy. And I am actually intrigued for the next coming episode here because I, I've been peeking scenes of Nagatori, and it looks really good. Um, <laughs> and for the one of the, a childhood friend, is that one on Crunchyroll too? Yes, I it is. So. Uh, it is. I can tell you that right now because I was already thinking of watching it. <laughs> <laughs> so you just all gave right, me more of a right. reason to watch it. All right. All right. More of a reason. More of a reason. Again, I'd want you guys to watch up to three episodes. That should be fine. Oh, boy. It's going to be a fun one. We'll catch you guys next time.